up, everyone? It's Zach, and today I'm here with a very special guest. I am here with Ali Zakaria. Ali, how are you doing today? How are you, Zach? How are you? It's nice to be with you. Good. I'm doing well. It's good to be with you, too. Um, Ali is joining us all the way from uh, Egypt, actually. He is a best-selling author in Cairo, Egypt, and also does some consulting with um, authors and for marketing for um, authors and their, their work that they create. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's a little bit about Ali, but do you mind kind of talking a little bit more about who you are, your background, yeah. all that good stuff? Yeah, actually, uh, you might don't know this, but I'm a judge in the family court like for seven years now. Uh, but um, I have a passion for writing and human development and like creating motivational content in, in general. So I also uh, wrote uh, one book called the, the Forgotten Art of Happiness. And it was translated into Arabic and uh, French and Spanish. And also, I've just published something called The Notebook of Happiness. It's an interactive notebook that uh, can uh, uh, boost your happiness through guided uh, journaling. Uh, and now I'm like also consulting people on how to write, pub- publish, and market the books. Uh, and the next chapter of my life, that I'm preparing for it now is to publish with a major uh, New York publisher. So I'm uh, I'm preparing for this chapter now. That's super exciting, and it, it sounds like you you have a lot going on. And you're a pretty busy guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah, I I love like like when I when I studied happiness uh, for like four years, I found out that happiness is like having something like a big part of being happy is having something meaningful that makes you busy so mm-hmm. boredom can make you very sad and having and being busy of something that you hate it, it makes you really sad but you have to find something that is meaningful to you and make it make yourself busy doing it so this is what i'm yeah, applying the concept that that i have learned throughout studying happiness for the last five or or six years that makes a lot of sense right because i think about times where Maybe I'm just laying on the couch all day and I'm not doing anything and I just feel like sad. Like I don't really have, like nothing's happened in my life. It's just like, I'm kind of bored. I'm not doing anything. So I feel sad. And, you know, I think you brought up a good point that it's about finding something meaningful for us to do, but I know that that can be hard for some people. So do you have any, you know, advice or how someone could go about finding what is meaningful for them to do? Yeah, that's, that's a very uh, like long process that, it's like process of self-awareness and knowing yourself. It's like more deep than finding a task to do. It's deeper than this. It's about knowing who you are and, and be aware of yourself and be aware of your emotions and thoughts and your patterns and what excites you and and know what ex- what is excitement for you and know uh, uh, and like monitor the sensations in your body that you are excited to. The first step is like mastering your emotion, mastering your the instrument instrument of your life, which is your body. Know what, how your body and your mind function, and after that, uh, trial and error. Like uh, you have to try a lot of stuff. Also, career assessment on the internet can help you a lot. Also, a career coach can help you a lot with finding your passion. Also, there is an. Uh, questionnaire website of the University of Pennsylvania it has a lot of questionnaire about your it's like evaluating the rate of happiness your strengths 
what you love uh, to do. So you can go to this. You can we can also like put this uh, link in the in the notes of this podcast, mm-hmm. the the questionnaire hub of uh, University of Pennsylvania. So you have to try all of this stuff combined. And after like I I have tried like twelve fields before finding that writing and human development is my passion. So it took me like around like ten years to find what I love. So it's a long process, and <clears throat> and if you want to live a happy life, it's not easy to live a happy life. It's very easy to live a, a sad life. So it will take a lot to to find what you love. Definitely, and I I really appreciate you sharing that perspective because I think like a lot of people maybe get discouraged when they can't find their passions or you know figure out what's meaningful to them and. You know, you might see people on social media um, that are like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I figured out this is what I love. And it took me like, you know, a, a year or something. But, you know, to know for you, like it took like 10 years. Mm-hmm. It is a process. And like you yeah. said, it's a lot of trial and error. Um, yeah, it's and, a journey of, of knowing yourself. also, Not also finding it something that you love to do or not. It's about knowing yourself and like <clears throat> deconstructing all the beliefs that you had about life and money and and everything and and like construct again new beliefs that are self-made okay definitely and you know how can someone start doing that Uh, to be honest with you it starts with pain (laughs) it starts with like you 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 are suffering from something in your life and you are not settling down for the normal life or the average life or you are like know there is more into life or you, you you are like jealous of someone who's living a life that um, that you want to live <clears throat> so it starts with pain like you have a, a pain that that's pushing you to to start this research and start like seeing videos and like taking quizzes and like uh, asking people so it starts always with pain, and after that you start researching. Like you start um, watching videos on YouTube, like following people, uh, talking to people, uh, going to courses, uh, reading books, and after that experimenting. Like you try something for a month or two, and you find out that you don't love it. So it always starts with like I don't like generalizing on all people, but it starts me with pain, like. Uh, there is more into life more than a job even if it's a very prestigious as being a judge but it starts with like I know there is more into life <clears throat> that's really interesting yeah. and you know I like how you said you know it's more than like your job or your title and I know you said kind of in your, in your introduction you're a judge and you've been a judge for a while and you know from I, I'm not too knowledgeable on, on how that works and you know um, we're in different countries, so things might be yeah. different, but it sounds like a pretty prestigious job, yeah. you know, pretty good job, um, you know, maybe, a, you know, a good financial job um, yeah. as well. So if you have that good, you know, that good job, that job with prestige, what made you want to kind of say, well, hey, like, this is cool, but I want to do what I'm passionate about. I want to pursue writing and human development. Uh there are a lot of reasons that push me to do this. Uh, the first reason is also I'm upset with with legacy. Like after I'm going to die, there's I want to leave something valuable to to humanity. Like and and the easiest way to do this is to write books. 
like like you can do all, a lot of other stuff to, to leave a legacy but the easiest way is to write books and if you like uh, think about the, all the people that we are talking about now most of them are right had wrote had written books so uh, i want to leave a legacy i want to leave something valuable to humanity also i um I wanted to express myself because I feel like when you are in a very strict job as being a judge, you are not like um, it's not welcome to to express yourself as you are. Is very you have to be very formal and like to 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 be to to behave in a certain way. So I want to express myself uh, in a very creative way. Also, to be honest, I wanted something to to like. Uh, I want. Uh, Always, I want to have options in my income and my and my money. So I wanted something also to, like, when you rely only on one sort of income, like that's very risky. Mm-hmm. So you have to have another way to to do this. Um, the, all of these reasons combined made me like pursue this this career in writing. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think those are really good reasons, and you mentioned the next chapter of your life is to, you know, move, move on to the States, specifically you mentioned New York to kind of pursue more of your, your author career and everything. Um, Now, do you think, and I know it might be hard to say, but do you think that's what the future looks like for you? And maybe you're going to, you know, leave the judge uh, career behind, or do you think that would be like something temporary or maybe something, again, I'm not too familiar how it works, but like maybe something to do in the States as well. No, uh, my my plan is not to leave being a, a three months vacation or three months off, okay. uh, and go to the states and like meet some like because uh, it's not like in the publishing industry in Egypt we don't have a system here, but in the states when I research I'm 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 always researching the publishing industry so uh, in the states you have to have an agent a very good agent. And this is like 70% of the process. And if you have a good agent, they can introduce you to, to a very good publisher and get you a very good book deal. But it's the problem is to have an agent like uh, to represent you. So I want to travel to, to the States to have like, uh, to maybe attend some seminars about uh, um, agents and, and, uh, and represent, uh, uh, represent it for me as, as an author. Uh, maybe I can go to some uh, literary agents agency and meet meet like the the management, uh, and maybe other, some other opportunities can come up when I'm there. Like I'm gonna be in the place that uh, uh, that I had dreamed to be because like the dream that I, I I always think about like I'm very obsessed with it is to be a New York Times bestselling author. So like I'm I'm there is no day. Uh, that can pass without me thinking about being a New York Times best-selling author. So I want to go to the place that that makes people New York Times best-selling author. Yeah. So uh, maybe I will fail. Maybe I I will I will get into something else. Maybe I will uh, maybe an, be an author in a in a in a magazine or or or, or whatever. But uh, I think that going there will give me more realistic view about where I am and uh, what I can get because it's like very hard to, to, to get published by a major um, 
major publisher in the U.S. Like I want only three, like uh, Simon Schuster, Harper Collins, and uh, Penguin Random House. Or, or yeah, maybe Hachette. Hachette is a very good publisher also, but I only want this like three or four publishers, and this, this is all of the authors in the world want to publish with these publishers. So, so it's gonna be very hard, but I feel that um, I'm gonna regret it all my life if I didn't do it. But it's also in the, in the thinking phase now, like I'm brainstorming with people that my friend that lives in the US, uh, my friend that lives here, who live here, but also like work in the publishing industry. So I'm, I'm like collecting information. Also, I'm, I'm uh, contacting agents and I'm always also finishing my, the manuscript of the book uh, to be uh, ready for submission. So like it may take like three or four months to to have a very solid idea on what I'm gonna I'm gonna do when I go there. So I'm 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 not rushing it because it's uh, it's it's like um, it's gonna be very good if I prepared for it. But if I just go without like preparing, uh, who am who am I gonna meet or what am I gonna do? It's gonna be a mess. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like you're putting a lot of time and effort into making this dream come true. And I totally agree with you that, you know, who knows, I guess, what would happen or what will happen when you go to the States and, and pursue this dream of yours. Yeah. But if you don't do it, you probably will find yourself living with that regret, right? So it's better yeah. to, to put yourself out there and to try it and see what could happen instead of sitting back and, and not doing it and thinking, well, what if, what if I did that? What if I tried that? At least you'll know. And I, I have a good feeling that it will go well for you, man. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm not going to lose anything. Like I'm going to take like three, only three months of vacation. I'm going to go live there. Like I can work also you know, like something part time. Uh, so I don't waste a lot of money. So I feel that I'm not going to lose anything. Uh, so, uh, so thank you for saying that it's going to go well for me. I'm yeah. really scared <laughs> uh, because like uh, I may go there and like people tell me that you are not, you are not a native speaker. How, how we are not a native speaker and they're going to be like a New York Times bestseller or we're going to publish with a major um, New York publisher. So I'm, I'm, I'm very scared of this idea of not being a native speaker. But mm -hmm. I, I I have to shoot my shot, and I'm working on my on my English and my writing and my the craft of writing. I work on it every day, and like I take feedback and I uh, learn stuff and I learn uh, techniques of writing every day too. And I feel the difference. Like the 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 first book um, for me now is like <laughs> it's all the best and all good, but but I feel that I can write better now. Mm -hmm. because I'm working every day on on improving my writing. I love that. I think that, you know, whether it's writing for you or for anyone listening, whatever their passion is, I think that if you work at it a little bit every day, you're going to get better. You're going to improve. And like, you know, if I work on something today, I might not necessarily see the improvement tomorrow, but, you know, yeah. next week, next month, next year, you're going to start noticing that all that time that you're putting in is really paying off and helping you get towards that goal that you have. Yeah, like like putting a year into something, like whenever uh, someone asks me to, 
I want to do something, I, I, I tell them, like, put a year into it. Not yeah. just, like, uh, put a week or a month and you want to see the results. Like, like at least put a year. Like, Tim Ferriss have a, have a, um, a quote or he said in one of his videos, like, what if you're going to spend the, the next five years doing this? Like, imagine uh, doing this for five years and imagine the progress and the, the level of mastery that you're going to get to. So, mm-hmm. the, I feel that this is like a blessing occurs in, in our age now because um, everybody is, is like rushing the results and it's going to be very unique if you are patient. <laughs> so if you are patient, you're going to be very unique. Like only be patient and you're going to like, gonna be brilliant in anything. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. And I think it's, it's tough because like you said, the, the age that we live in right now, I think that it's a lot about instant gratification. You yeah. know, like I want to see results now. I want, yeah. you know, that satisfaction, that gratification right now. But being patient and playing that kind of long game is really special and you know i guess my question for you is how how do you remain patient um you have some big goals and dreams how do you remind yourself to stay patient or what could someone listening do to have that perspective of patience yeah thank you for asking which person that made me think like if you know gary v gary Vaynerchuk. yeah yeah this this person is like like my godfather like (laughs) i've learned a lot of like this this guy made me, I want to meet him so bad also. Uh, this guy made me, like, he's made me the best seller because I have, I've applied his, his marketing ideas on my first book and these ideas made me a best seller. Uh, to, to return to your question, uh, he, when he's talking about age, he's always um, telling the message of you are, like, too young. You are, even if you are 40, even if... Uh, I'm 35 now, and and he's like 45, uh, Gary V now, or 44, and he's 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 always saying that he's only starting. So uh, having also a perspective about like you have a lot of years to to live, and like don't like uh, buy into the the schedule of the society. I I have <laughs> I have a name for it, the schedule. The society have a schedule. I don't buy the schedule. Like you have to get uh, graduated by this age, married by this age, having kids by this age. This schedule, if you're gonna follow it, like if you want, like do it. But if you have some other interest or dreams or aspirations, uh, and you like stick to this schedule, it's gonna screw your dreams. So I'm not letting this uh, society schedule. Like it, it takes a lot of effort because also there is a lot of pressure here in Egypt. On like you have to get married, you are getting old, and uh, and you know mothers uh, or uh, especially in the Arab countries are very insisting on getting married. So it's really hard to not stick to this uh, society's schedule. But uh, also I'm having like uh, nourishing my mind and like putting into my head also the message of uh, it's uh, you are younger than you than you think. That's great. And I, I love that you mentioned Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, I, I love him. I think he's a great, um, you yeah. know, person to, 
to learn from, um, you know, with anything, whether it's business, entrepreneurship, or just other aspects. Like, I think you could take his messages and apply it to your life. And it's funny that you mentioned, you know, the whole thing with age and that we're younger than we think, because that's something I tell people all the time. Um, I just turned 25 and I talk to people that are, you know, being back in college, I talk to people that are younger than me, like in their early 20s and stuff. And I just say, like, you're a baby. I'm a baby too. Like, you know, even you at 35, you're you're still so young. And I think that's just the the perspective that we, that really helps kind of free us in a sense. Um, I know that for me, you know, at this age, it's, and I, I kind of took like a maybe untraditional path of, you know, undergrad and then two years out of school then back to grad school but I feel like for people around my age it's typically in in the states at least where it's like all right you're getting to your mid to upper 20s like you're gonna get married soon you're gonna have kids soon you you should have a job that like you love and you're gonna be working for the next 40 years in and stuff like that and that was just kind of never me like that like you said that that um, schedule of society you know I think that we get very wrapped up in it or it's very easy for me to go on you know, Facebook or Instagram and see, yep, like that friend I went to school with, he just got married, she's just having a kid, like they're working for their job and stuff. Like, why? Like, I'm not doing that. So like, what's wrong with me? But I think we all have our own schedule. And it's important to not get too caught up in what everyone else is doing in the world or what the society tells us we should be doing. Yeah. And the the funny thing that these people that are like, uh, doing the society's uh, schedule, they uh, they are jealous and they envy you for not following it. <laughs> like, yeah. like a lot of people are telling me, like, you are very inspiring, Ali, that you have uh, followed your dream and you become a bestseller and you're also pursuing the other dream of, like, publishing abroad. So, and a lot of them have kids and they got married and they, they found out that, like, they are not satisfied, but now they are, they cannot get out of it. <laughs> so... <laughs> So, so having also the other perspective of the people that you think that they have, uh, that they are happy or they are doing the right thing, like going into a, a, an authentic or a real conversation with them and asking them if they are happy or not, giving you a real perspective on what uh, are you going to feel if you are doing the same thing. Right. Yeah. Definitely. And uh, Ali, I know that you, you know, you mentioned that you're a best-selling author and, um, you know, on a surface level, if someone hears that you're a best-selling author, they're probably like, okay, that means you've sold a lot of books, right? So yes, like that's a part of being a bestseller. But, you know, on a more, like if you could break it down, how did you become a best-selling author? What kind of things did you do that helped you get to that point? Yeah, I I, I can give you a like a crash course on uh, on how to to market your book. Uh, the first thing that that you have to to start marketing very early uh, before publishing the book. Like uh, what I have got, I have got testimonial from someone who was teaching positive psychology in in Harvard that he gave a testimonial about the book and they have put it in the book. Uh, I also got an introduction from a very famous speaker called Eric Edmeets. Uh, after that, um, I've made a, a list of uh, around 20 influencers that I'm going to send the book to when, when it's published uh, with a special dedication on the, on, on the front. 
and they sent them some of them did a shout out some of them didn't didn't make make anything with it. Uh, and you have to, to accept both of them. Uh, also, there is a one um, influencer here in Cairo. He, he gives them content in English. He talked about the book. And since he talked about the book, it became a bestseller. But after learning uh, more, I found when I consult people now, I tell them not only to, to make twenty a uh, list of 20 influencers, make a list of 20 podcasts. That's why I reached out to you. <laughs> uh, make a list of 20 blogs that are in the same niche and try to contact this, like, all of these people and offer that you, you, like, for influencers, offer the book, like, for the blogs, offer a guest blog, for podcasts, offer to being interviewed or and send the book. And this is, this will not um, pay anything in this. There is, if you want, to, if you have a little bit of money, you can make a book trailer and post it on YouTube. Uh, if you have some little, uh, some other money, you can make um, ads on, on whatever platform that you want. You can make um, uh, professional content on uh, on video, especially on on TikTok and other places. So uh, that uh, that's how I became a bestseller. That's like awesome. it takes a, it takes a lot of work, not not like you become a bestseller. And also, I have I've written a very good book. Like it took me four years to to edit to make it and edit it, and I have edited seven times with my editor. So wow. you have to write a very good book, and after that, like make a marketing plan as if it is a, it's rubbish. <laughs> yeah, I love that. That's awesome, yeah. and I appreciate yeah. you sharing that. Yeah, uh, yeah, because also a lot of uh, authors like think if I only write a good book, it's gonna be a bestseller. There, there is a lot of very good books that nobody uh, knows about, and there are a lot of like average books that are very famous and very popular because the authors and the publishers worked on the marketing very hard. Yeah, no, that's that's a really good point, and I like you know, that you're you're sharing kind of your process and how you became a bestseller because you know, like I said, if if we talk to a random person on the street and they're like, oh, best-selling author, okay, you, you wrote a book, a lot of people bought it, that's all that happened. And yes, like on an, in a nutshell on the surface, that is what happened for you, but to know how much work that went into it and like even just you saying like, you know, I made a list of, you know, influencers that I wanted to send it to, I made a list of blogs, podcasts, stuff like that, and just thinking about all the work that goes into it and, you know, it, it's just crazy because there's, to be an author or, you know, to be a quote unquote successful author or acclaimed author, you have to be a lot more than just a writer. You have to be a marketer. You have to be yeah. someone that can, you know, network and connect with people it's, too. Especially, especially in the nonfiction uh, uh, writing, in the, in the fiction and the novels, you can be only an author uh, like J.K. Rowling. But mm-hmm. in the nonfiction writing, especially in human development or nonfiction in general, like uh, being an author like uh, uh, grabs with it other careers like being a speaker being a consultant being a coach uh, being a uh, content creator on the social media so if you if you like see all of the non-fiction authors in the world they are also uh, or having a podcast or having a blog or having a, a, a youtube channel or they consult companies like uh, my role model, for example, 
I have to three role models in writing: uh, Robert Green, uh, Ryan Holiday, and Mark Manson. Robert okay. Green is also a consultant for a lot of corporation in the U.S. Uh, Ryan Holiday has his own company of marketing books. <laughs> uh, Mark Manson has his blog and uh, has a monetization model for his blog. Like you have a subscription to his blog. Also now he started uh, making YouTube videos. So uh, so you have to have other careers that support your your. Mm-hmm. Uh, your marketing and your your writing. Definitely. And, you know, just hearing you talk and hearing all that you've done and all that you're doing and knowing that you, you're a judge too, <laughs> how do you find the time to do all this? Uh, actually, a lot of, I get a, uh, this from a lot of people. And yeah. on the other side, I feel so lazy and I feel that I'm wasting <laughs> a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> so so what what I what I, I can tell you that I do is I um I don't waste time. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't watch TV. I I try to not to scroll into social media. It's very like addictive, but I'm trying to to not to to scroll into social media. Uh also uh like to be honest like I'm privileged also with my work because I work only 3 days a week. Um uh, but I have some work at home to do with the cases also. So I only go to the court three days a week and the rest of the work I do it in the in, at home. Uh, so, so like, do not waste your time. Like, like, <laughs> like if you want to have a, a time to do all of this, like uh, wake up early, start working early. Uh, do not have a long phone calls with people that like, you don't mean anything to you and you don't mean anything to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, f- and f- focus on the on the test that uh, that gonna put you like um, in a closer to your goal. Um, and and they also as not as productive as you think. <laughs> like like I, I, I feel that I waste a lot of time. I I, I sometimes I, I do dumb things in, in like Concerning to publishing, I I have to be successful. Also, I, I told you the things that that worked. I tried a lot of other things that didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, like um, I have paid some uh, like book reviews website that, that didn't make any difference in sales of the books. I uh, so I also waste a lot of time on trying other stuff, but this pays off also. When you become a consultant, they give experience to people uh, that they don't try the things that do, that doesn't work. So they, they, it pays off when you become an expert and you get money for your knowledge that you have paid to get. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. And I think that that's, that's a good point and a good message that, you know, when you're pursuing your dreams or your passions or just doing something you love, you know, you have to start somewhere and you're probably not going to be great at it or professional at it. And you're going to probably make mistakes or, you know, learn from those things. But I think that, you know, like you said, it pays off in the sense that you might've made mistakes or or quote unquote failed at certain things, but it's led you to where you're at, which, you know, is a best-selling author and a consultant. And, you know, like you said, you're getting paid for your knowledge and without those, you know, mistakes or failures or whatever you want to call them, you probably wouldn't be, quite who you are or where you're at with your career yeah 
Yeah, like like now I can I help people like I'm in Egypt and they help people in the states publish publish their books on Amazon because I know some tips and tricks on how to make a bestseller book on Amazon. What keywords that you that you make uh, how to publish your book uh, on Amazon. So so from this experience I get to, like to to help people in the in in the place where Amazon have been made on how yeah. to publish on Amazon. So uh, yeah, it pays off at the end. Like, but but it took a lot of years to to get this knowledge and experience. Definitely, yeah. It sounds like it's really paid off, and that's really cool uh, that you're able to do that and you know help people, like you said, in in the states with Amazon, which is from the states and everything like that, all the way from Egypt. Yeah, uh, I I want to ask you a question, or I want to share or talk with you on something. Yeah. Because I'm I'm really like thinking about. Starting writing regularly on Medium, if you know Medium, the, the website for writing. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, do you have any experience with it? Not with writing, for that many uh, things. No, I, I have I have published like twenty seven articles on Medium. Okay. And like I made some money uh, there. I also like for the listeners. Also, I want to tell them like you can make money from writing without writing books. And I've I'm in a, I've heard a lot about a lot of people that are writing on Medium and that they are making very good money. So uh, what do you think about like starting writing on Medium again? And you can also because also it's like a social media platform, but for long form written content. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you consider this or can what do you think about me also returning back to publishing there? Yeah. So, you know, I, to be honest with you, I haven't really thought much of it personally or looked into it much, but I think that is, that's interesting. And you bring up some good points with it in in terms of, do I think you should do that or go into it? You know, it sounds like, it sounds like it could be something that you, you have a lot of knowledge on and you could definitely do and help people through it, make a little money through it. Um, so I yeah. would say if, if you have the time to do it, because I, like I said, I know you're really busy, but if you have the time, I think it could be really awesome. Um, and, you know, it could help you reach more people and, you know, maybe reach more people in the state specifically. So kind of mm. like, yeah. you know, helping reach people and make connections before you even come to the States for those few months. And mm. that might like almost get your foot in the door here a little bit. Yeah, that's a very good point. And also, I, I love Medium because it's very interesting. It's like YouTube for authors. Like you get paid for the claps and the likes that you get on every article. So I, uh, I really love the idea and uh, the business model of it. And I feel it's like giving a lot of uh, um, opportunity for authors to make money out of the writing because writing is one of the like uh, uh, most challenging career on making money out of your own art yeah like, if you know about nft now like from mm-hmm. the blockchain the only also are drawing yeah it can be used in publishing books but like all the people are, are focusing on graphic design and drawing on, on nft so uh so i love when i found a way when i find a way to make money out of writing and i want to share it with other people because I know a lot of people, a lot of people come to me now, and also I want to write. I want to to make money from writing. I want to express myself, and uh, I love to tell them about tools to to make this happen. 
Yeah, definitely. I think that's a really good point. Like writing is such a great form of art and is and such a great way to express yourself. And it's awesome to do. And I, I encourage anyone in the world, anyone listening to this to to try writing if you haven't. But at the same time, like you said, it, it is tough. It's a tough field to make money on. It's a tough field to have a career in. So you know, yeah. it's there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes that is more than just like putting a pen to paper. Yeah, writing is like the easiest part of the career. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> writing is like getting out there and make money or getting fame or getting like published or getting recognized is the most challenging part of the career. It is. It is for sure. And, you know, I'll be the first to admit to anyone listening who might not know this. Um, I've I've written and published a few books so far in my life and super rewarding. I love doing it. Um, but to be, to be completely honest, just when I wrote those books and at the stage of my life, I really didn't have much knowledge or much, you know, money on, um, publishing or marketing or anything like that. I didn't have that background. So, you know, unlike, um, unlike what you're saying you, you've done, Ali, I, I really didn't do much. I just kind of like published it and then, you know, put on Facebook, like, Hey everyone, like I published a book, um, which is cool. But like after doing yeah. that and seeing like, it, it really is hard to market. And, you know, I've been yeah. fortunate to make, make some money off my books nothing, you know, nothing to quit my career for, <laughs> but yeah. I, I made some money and it, it was always exciting to, you know, it's always exciting to get those, you know, those, um, those funds, you know, from book sales, but, um, it's hard, it's hard. And like, I don't regret it by any means, but definitely to any like aspiring authors out there or people that want to become writers, I think, um, you know, definitely listen to what Ali's saying and think about it as like the business side of marketing. And, you know, like he said, writing is the easiest part of the career, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, but, but, but also it, 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 to publish a book it's like a very uh a good step into like you have made a lot of uh you have went through a process that that give you some experience of how to to publish a book and also i can like tell you other ways to to like relaunch the book or mm-hmm. uh like make a a new campaign for them definitely yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That's awesome. And I think that's a good point too, right? Like even though I've published books and to anyone that's listening who maybe has published books already, um, even though like, you know, you're already out there and whatnot, um, like you just said, you know, you can always relaunch it or start new campaigns or, you know, it's, it's never too late. Right. I mean, you even see maybe books um, by other people who they were written, you know, years ago, but now they're just kind of becoming known. Right. Yeah, yeah. Also, uh, like I can share with you, like an an idea. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, uh, repackaging your content. Like a book can be a course, can be a a retreat, uh, can be a an uh, an audio book, can be an. Uh, uh, so you can take the can be a, a YouTube series. So uh, whatever content that you have, you can repackage it in in so many forms that can make you uh, a lot of uh, income from the same content that you have made. That's a really good point. I really like that because, you know, if you're taking the time to write the book, which it takes a lot of time to write and to publish and edit and all that stuff. Like if you can utilize that and make other forms of content with it and repackage it and, and, you know, everything that you just mentioned, I think that's a great strategic way to do it. And um, it definitely can create multiple kind of streams of income 
from the same idea. Yeah, that that what I've done. Like, like I've made I've made my book into hardcover, paperback, ebook, uh, audiobook, and also I'm I'm now translated translating it into other uh, languages, like to get some more money from the same book. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Well, you know, Ellie, um, to anyone that's listening, you know, if, if we've talked about something or you've talked about something that really resonated with them or they want to, you know, see what you're up to, follow your journey on social media and check out your books, what's the best place for people to connect with you or to see your content? Uh, the best place to contact me is like through my email, Ali Zakari. We can put it in the in the description. Ali Zakari, A L I Z A K A R I A at me dot com, M E dot com. And the best way to see my content, I have uh, English content on Instagram and Arabic content on TikTok. Uh, and also, I, I share some stuff on 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 Facebook. So, but also I'm I'm also like for English Instagram and for Arabic I'm on TikTok. Perfect. And um, your books um, are those? Yeah, they are available on uh, on like most of the online libraries. Uh, okay. Amazon in all forms, and uh, on other platforms as an ebook and also on an Audible as an uh, audiobook. Okay, perfect. So those are all the places that you can check out um, content or even email uh, Ali directly. And I will take everything that he just explained, all like, mm. the, like the email address, the links to social media, um, places to get the books. I'll put that in the description of this episode. So if you just mm. want to go through the description, click around, definitely check it out. Um, I know that it's, it's really awesome, powerful stuff, you know, with happiness and just being a happy person, having a positive life. So, you know, um, just keep it up, keep up the great content and I'm excited. And, you know, I, I think you're going to, I'm, I'm going to say, I, not, I think, I know that you're going to have a successful career as an author. And I know one day I'm just going to see, you know, a billboard or something that says you're in New York best times. <laughs> thank, times thank, best you so thank you so much, Zach. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Of course, of course, I'm excited to be a part of your journey and to see what uh, you accomplish. And, you know, is there any last words or thoughts that you have for anyone listening? Uh, Surround yourself with people like Zach or like the people that have dreams and aspirations because like it really, it really changed my energy. Like whenever I I sit, I, uh, I see a friend who, like depressed or don't have any aspirations, I, I get the energy from them. And whenever I sit with someone like Zach or Rob or uh, whatever, someone who is also pursuing a dream, maybe a different dream, but you get energy from them to spend as much as you can uh, uh, with these people. I love that. I totally agree. You know, spend time with people that are going to fill fill you up fill up your soul, give you that energy. And, yeah. you know, I, I can wholeheartedly say that, Ali, you're one of those people for me. And, you know, to anyone listening, definitely, definitely reach out to him, check out his content. Even if you just follow him on Instagram, just following his content and seeing that positivity, I think that's going to give you a lot of energy. And it's, it's definitely worth it. So I appreciate the last thoughts. I appreciate your time today. And again, Thank you, you so know, much. just super excited to see 
where your journey goes and um you know i'm i'm excited so you know keep yeah, me updated uh, and me, let me know me if too. i can do anything for you yeah i'm, I'm also so far up and i'm really happy to, to talk to you today Zach. thank you thank you very much likewise and um keep in touch let me know how i can help you support you make your life easier and um i know there's big things coming for you okay thank you so much thank you thank you're you, welcome Zach. talk to you later okay bye bye